0: He did the music for Marble Madness. Fuck yeah. Hello and welcome everybody to the Geekscape Games Podcast. This is level 106. We eulogy. That's right. We're back. Uh, After about a month hiatus, Geekscape Games Podcast is back with a potential format change. We'll see if it works out. Um, I am here with Josh Jackson. Hey everybody Courtney Dossett Hello Uh, Adam Lemois.
1: My allergies hate me
0: Uh, Mr. Carlos Lopez Yo, what up? And Derek Cranivell Hey guys So special this, is, this is guests. Special guest Special guests. guest Derek Cranivell <laughs> Special guest Derek Cranivell Yes, we've been gone for a minute Um, but we're back Um, with A podcast So, uh <laughs>
2: A podcast that we should have recorded oh, okay. six Just months ago sure. when the Wii U died.
0: It, yeah, absolutely. Uh, like the title says, this is a Wii eulogy, a little post-mortem. Um, now that the Nintendo Switch is out, we want to look back at the Wii U, the console that, you know, was underrated or overrated or was a piece of shit. I don't know. I don't know. We all it's, have our opinions. It's the
3: little so, engine that tried but couldn't do it.
0: I mean... The little, uh, the little
4: engine that they gave up on two months in.
0: hmm <laughs> Yeah. Um... So, um uh credit where credit is due. Uh this podcast idea was Adam and Josh's. Um so why don't um one of you two kick it off and we'll just go from there.
4: Alright, sounds good. Um yeah, the Wii U is a weird system to me because when you look like it has these failings, like so many failings, most of them were internal. But when you really look at the system's library that it built up over the years, while it might not have had a whole lot in number of titles I feel like the ones that did come out that were exclusive to the system were like head and shoulders, at least comparable to the competition, if not better than the competition in so many different ways. And it's just, it's just unfortunate that so many of those went under the radar. I mean, how many games like say Bayonetta 2 is a good example where it's a fantastic game, but so many people were just like, oh, that's bullshit. That should be on PlayStation or Xbox. And then they just don't touch it, you know? Yeah, And I mean, there's a lot of games throughout the Wii U's life cycle that, suffered through that um but I think I think that when the Wii U was done right that it was really a revolutionary system in a sense like for example Zombie U is a good one for I feel like Zombie U was like the only game that used the gamepad to its full oh, potential yeah. Like, not even Nintendo ever really did anything with the gamepad that was all that special. But then when you play a game like Zombie U, where the gamepad was, like, so ingrained in every aspect of that game, it made it feel like something that you couldn't play anywhere else, which is proven by the Zombie U port that ended up going to PlayStation 4 and Xbox. Yeah, and did even you, though. Um-
0: I, I, I picked that up in a free month. Uh, haven't played it yet. What it, uh, Has anybody played that?
4: <laughs> no. Like, I played it a little bit, and it's like, while the maps and everything's the same since it's a port, like, it loses so much of its identity without having the gamepad. Totally. It loses what... what... Oh, no, sorry. Ahead.
2: No, just to- yeah, uh, totally on that. It just loses what made it feel kind of fresh and different, which was all the kind of augmented features that the gamepad gave it the ability to have. And then <clears throat> I don't know. And, and I remember a zombie you getting fairly mixed reviews when the game came out. And I was a, I was a huge fan of it. It was one of the games I picked up uh, when I picked up my Wii U on you know, the the few days after launch day or whatever. And man, that game is cool. I hadn't thought about that game in some time. So thank you for bringing that up.
4: Yeah, it's it's a game that I bring up all the time. And like people dismiss it because partially because of the reviews. But I don't know. It was like, it's so weird that, like I said, not even Nintendo ever capitalized on it. And I think that's an understated reason why the Wii U did so poorly, because, um, I mean, that's not the biggest reason, far from it, but when you look at, the, say, the Wii, it had, you know, such a uniqueness to it, whereas the Wii U, outside of Zombie U, every other game pretty much felt like it could have been played on a PlayStation or an Xbox, it just happened to be on the Wii.
1: Yeah, I, I uh, And the
4: games that really required it were few and far between. Go ahead, Adam. Uh,
1: yeah, I completely agree. To me, the Wii U's fate was sort of sealed from the start with that awful E3 announcement of the console itself, like, I guess that's the point where you can really pinpoint all of the, um, all of its troublings back to that one announcement from the press conference, because, if you remember, they did a really, really bad job, because one of the biggest things was they wanted to push the gamepad, but that's all they showed in that video. They never even showed the console. All they were doing was showing, like, all the new gamepad stuff, and I think that's mostly Ow. due to... You okay?
0: Yeah, I just banged my knee really okay. bad. <laughs> Men's pain. Men's pain. Now, now now, my physical pain matches my internal emotional turmoil. It's okay.
1: Mas- oh, mas- it can't that is fine. I understand. Anyways. How this happen? I feel like uh, what Nintendo tried to do with the Wii U was they tried to keep <laughs> that uh, market. They tried to keep the casual Wii market. But bring them over to another system, and I think it completely failed, mostly because, one, they kept the Wii name as, pro- as probably the most heinous thing you could do. Yeah. But the actual, the actual software for the game, yeah, I completely agree. Zombie U, even though it didn't get the best reviews i thought it was one of the best uses of the gamepad where you're actually having to keep track of your inventory in real time i thought that was like a really cool thing like you couldn't pause the game like if you were being chased and about to be attacked you have to sort through that gamepad inventory like fast or else you will die like i love that survival aspect. Yeah, yeah
0: and and that's and that's it that's an inherent problem with with the fact that um uh that the a launch uh, a launch um title is probably the most you know uh like the, one of the best examples of uh, gamepad integration the uh, the only other uh, game that i think had gamepad integration that i was even memorable to me was splatoon and it was so subpar, part so milk toast
4: yeah and there, i mean there was other games i think lego city undercover was another fantastic exclusive and while it didn't use the gamepad nearly as well as zombie u did it still had this thing where you would get phone calls from characters, and they would be essentially there'd be like mini cutscenes playing on the gamepad while you were playing on the top screen, which okay. I thought was another great example of using them a uh, new way to use the gamepad. Although, like I, like I was saying, it's not like Zombie U where it was like completely vital to the experience, but it did add yeah, to it. Yeah, I, I love and then Tokyo Mirage Sessions, like, years later. Oh, yeah, I love
1: LEGO City Undercover. I think that's, like, a completely underrated game for the Wii U. It's basically, like, Grand Theft Auto, but with Legos. I love the humor in it. It's got, like, such an original story for a LEGO game. It's, like, a completely new IP that they made by themselves. Like, I, I really like how big and expansive it actually is and how different it is for all the other LEGO games, and I'm actually so happy that this game is getting, like... And a second chance with the re-release in April for PlayStation 4, Xbox One, and of course the Switch. Like, I'm just glad to see this game not just fading into obscurity and dying.
4: Yeah, no, I'm glad to see it coming back. And then, but yeah, as far as, you know, we all had the system and we all spent a lot of time with it. We talked about it plenty on the show on past episodes, but I know, Courtney, since you're mostly on PC, what were your, what were your ideas and impressions for kind of from the outside looking in Throughout the Wii U's lifespan, what did you think was good about it?
5: Well, I didn't even know it was a console until last summer.
4: (laughs) (laughs) You know, the crazy thing is I have a friend that I've known since like middle school and we've all we've both been like pretty much hardcore gamers like in recent years, me more than him. But, you know, we we still talk about games all the time. And I took the Wii U to his house like a year ago and it took me like 20 minutes to explain to him that it wasn't a controller.
5: Yeah, I thought it was just a controller. I thought it like I thought it was associated with the Wii. So I thought, oh, you just buy the controller and you can use it with your Wii and I was looking at getting one. But it was really <laughs> three like, wow. Is
1: this its own
5: system? Is this its own s- is this its own system? Can I if it's is it is, can I use my games from my Wii? Like do I why would I get this over the Wii? Does it work with my Wii balance board? Like why would the I want that? The answer to this? all of
2: those is yes. Oh, see?
5: <laughs> and I I couldn't figure it out and gave up. Like it wasn't it wasn't that important to me to even look at it. Um so I never like I I saw them at an event my company did last summer. They hosted a, a Smash Brothers tournament. One of the guys I worked with had had one and he was like really into Smash. Hi Brandon. Um but uh yeah, I didn't even know. And like didn't get into it, and didn't know about any of the games. Didn't know why it was special. Didn't know why it was different or any of that. And like I'm I'm a dirty casual, but I mean I I feel like <laughs> You're i You're so dirty. Yeah. Okay, stop There's your weirdness <laughs> and that voice. Yeah.
1: Oh, a young
5: me. So, <laughs> but I mean, like, I try to pay attention <laughs> to gaming stuff. Like, I, I, I feel like I know a fair bit. I can usually hold my own, but, like, th- that, that and I did not, we just did not figure out what that was. So I, I have no favorite games, no hated games, nothing. I, I mean, I just feel like maybe I'm an example of, like, Nintendo's fail at marketing it, marketing. if anything.
0: Um... Uh, uh, I I just was reminded of of uh, my favorite Wii U moment, but uh, let's go around the board. Uh, Josh, what's your what was your favorite like interaction with the console with a game or an experience um, that you that sticks out in your mind the the most?
4: Well, it's funny because it's not it's not on my top list of games for the system exactly, but as we've been talking about Zombie U, when I think Wii U, I think Zombie U. Honestly, that's the one that stands out the most to me. Really, But out, since we spent so much time talking about that outside of that, um, Splatoon, I thought, again, it doesn't play like a game that you feel like needs the Wii U gamepad, but I thought Nintendo, everyone is kind of laughing at Nintendo for trying to step into the arena shooter genre, especially how notoriously awful they've been with online play. And it went and kind of turned the genre on its head a bit. And it yeah. made it feel so different, despite it being such a tried and true genre.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I, I I'd have to agree with that. That it, it, it was it was such it was such a Nintendo move. Like we're we're looking at consoles like the Wii and the Switch, and th- it's just such like a stereotypical quote unquote Nintendo move. And they're kind of playing in their own their own uh, ballpark. So to 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 see Splatoon kind of like like you said reinvent the genre. Um, uh, it's, it's, uh, I mean, it's, it's a very Nintendo thing to do.
4: Yeah. And then aside from that, like my, probably like three of my favorite games were those two and then Tokyo Mirage, which I've talked plenty about in the last couple months. But yeah, just yeah. to keep um, it short, that's kind of on the, that's kind of on the opposite side of that idea where it doesn't do anything super different, but it still has that Nintendo stamp in the sense that it completely subverts expectations, which is why it stood out so much for me.
0: Yeah. Um, Adam, what's your, uh, Wii
4: U moment?
1: I was one of those people who actually bought a Wii U launch week. I didn't buy it launch day. I bought it, like, on a Saturday, just walked into Best Buy and grabbed it. And one of my first memories is that me and my friends basically just got together and played Nintendo Land for almost, like, a month straight, and, like, we had a blast with that game. Like,
0: yeah. You know, I I forget, I forget. You forget about Nintendo Land like that. That shit was like yeah. No, lit for I, I a actually minute.
1: really like Nintendo Land. I think you know, I you know that was the Wii Sports. I think it did a great job of showing off the gamepad's capabilities. Um, I remember we we'd constantly play uh, Metroid Blast. You know, constantly trying to dodge the airship that somebody was in. While we we're trying to all take them down or uh yep. Luigi's Ghost Mansion was which is another great game from there. And you know, even some of the solo games like um the Donkey Kong one. The Donkey Kong oh, what is what's that one? Oh, Donkey Kong's Crash Course. Yeah, that's what it's called. I love that mini game. That is such a great game. Um, but uh other than that definitely Splatoon, you know. I remember first seeing the trailer for Splatoon and you know a lot of people were comparing it to like, oh, what is this weird Nickelodeon type game where you're shooting slime and stuff. Mm-hmm. And you know a lot of people were very dismissive of it. And it turns out that game ended up being literally the best like the best selling game on the Wii U, no joke. That was the actual system seller. This brand new IP comes out of nowhere by this brand new young group at Nintendo who just want to make a new game, and that was really great. But I have to say, the top banana of the Wii U for me... Oh, Oh Jesus uh, Christ. Okay, had to be Donkey Kong Country Tropical Freeze. Never in my life have I played a 2D platformer as refined and perfect as this game. Retro Studios can literally make any single game imaginable and it will be the best fucking game ever oh my gosh i love that game so much there and like i wish
2: i was as passionate about anything as you are about donkey kong country
1: (laughs) one of my biggest things like not only is there some (laughs) great context in the games but they got david wise the original composer Of the original two SNES titles and the GBA version of three, they got him to come back and do the music, and it is one of the best soundtracks I have ever heard, okay?
0: I mean, I don't don't want to marginalize your acceptance, but you make it sound like they had to fucking go to the top of the mountain to get him. I feel like they called him and said, hey, we'll pay you some money if you want to rewrite some old songs. Oh, okay, yeah.
1: Well, no, you don't understand. David Wise probably does live on top of a mountain. That's how he makes such amazing music.
0: <laughs> let's, let's consult the book of knowledge. He just sits on the
1: highest mountain in the world all day, just writing music, and it's all amazing. All I don't right. think you understand that.
0: What does he do? What does he do? What does he do? <laughs> huh. uh, uh, Carlos, uh, what is your um, Wii U moment? Oh, he did the music for Marble Madness. Fuck yeah.
3: Take it away, Derek. Take it away. <laughs> 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 uh, well, I didn't get the Wii <laughs> U the back. I got it. I got it halfway through. I think it was like the second year. It was about the time they were on slowly stopping production on the Wii U. But um, actually, I like Super Mario Maker because I think it was the first time ever I felt um, that I, I man, I you know because I used, as a kid I used to draw Super Mario Brother levels as a kid. That's how much I loved Super Mario like as a kid. Super Mario Brothers Three, Super Mario World. So every Super Mario as a kid, like I would just draw levels all day, and my teachers would be like. This is stupid don't be drawing levels and i remember as a kid i used to think it would have been so cool if they made a game where you can make your own super mario levels and when super mario maker came out i played the shit out of it and i and i try to recreate levels that i can think of as a kid and i and i love the editing tools for it it was fast i liked it it was sleek and it pushed you to try to unlock everything to get all the cool stuff and even after that um <clears throat> excuse yourself whoever burped but after that <laughs> i heard it uh after that i still enjoyed the <laughs> fact that they still updated some stuff here and there um another game too that i really like was wonderful 101 i picked that one up as well when i got the wii u and um yeah i just yeah and then captain Toad was really good too it was fun it was short but it was really great as well oh yeah that was a great captain game Toad. Toad's really good it's really good a different pace game
1: I think I actually enjoyed Captain and I, and I actually enjoyed Super Mario 3D World, now thinking about it.
3: Yeah, I, 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 those games are really good. They, they, I mean, I didn't have a really long time, like I said. Really? I, I didn't pick them up. I didn't pick up the Wii U until later on in its lifespan, but um, even then, I, I'm playing Breath of the Wild on the Wii U and it's and it holds up. It's really good. I mean, it's not as super polished as the Switch, but it's, it's really good. I mean, it's like I'm surprised that the, I, mean, I wish there would have been more support for this, and I would have really liked to see more games in it. But I mean, of course, it is what it is. But yeah, I mean, those are the games that really stuck with me the most. And of course, Smash Brothers. Who's not gonna forget about Smash Brothers? That's like yeah. the fucking um, game that brought the fucking scene back and shit. So yeah,
0: right, right. And you know, you bring up a really good point that that title like did a lot for. um I, I wouldn't say for like the scene itself, but exposure to the professional um, mm-hmm. like. uh the fighting fighting yeah. game tournaments that was um
3: That that was the yeah. whole backlash with Nintendo banning Evo from streaming Smash Brothers shit and then Yep. The community literally was like, What the fuck are you guys talking about? Like this is new and you know, remember when remember when uh good old Nintendo was acting like North Korea, it was like no one should stream any <laughs> Nintendo shit.
1: Well well the e- the Evo stuff was If I remember right, the Evo stuff was just so they could kill Project M, right? I
3: I don't Mm. think it was because they were banning Melee, specifically Melee. And the only Mm. reason why is because Mm. Nintendo's all, you know, they're all Disney now. They're Disney.
1: Because I remember at one point, because I remember at one point, they basically started sponsoring all the Smash stuff because they wanted to kill off Mm. Project M.
3: No, Project M is pretty strong. It's pretty strong in the community. still growing strong. And they really just mm. updated the new Smash Brothers to have, like, all these new skins and stuff. So, yeah, I mean, there's that will never kill Project M. And Project M is its own thing. Now there's a new project. So, uh, definitely check it out. I'm not going to promote it. So you can hack your Wii U, but you can do it on, on the new Smash Brothers.
0: So. Um, Derek, what's your uh, Wii U moment? <clears throat>
2: uh, a few of my favorite moments with the Wii U would be, of course, getting into Amiibo and the whole Amiibo craze, which wouldn't have been a thing, really, without Smash Brothers and without the Wii U. Um... I mean, now it's the point where I haven't bought one in a long time and all of the thousand plus dollars I'm sure that I spent on them is they're sitting in boxes unpa- uh, that I haven't unpacked since I moved recently. But I mean, it was a fun time and I'll just sit on them forever and it'll be a cool thing to share with uh, my eventual children, hopefully. And uh, uh, so that was pretty cool. Game wise, I think that the one of the like probably the most fun I've had playing games um, with others uh, would have to be Mario Kart 8 um you were kind I of was a, just like you a, beat a, everybody
0: yeah you were like a little geekscape <laughs> legend there for a second like
2: uh i mean and it's it's i don't know and it's almost one of those games that i i like it is probably the be- almost the best i have ever been at a video game so it got to the point where it almost wasn't fun to play um <laughs> and I, I and it sounds really douchey to say that but it was you know it's essentially like regardless of the cc and regardless of like what mode we have on and everything like that like it was essentially i'm just driving through the track on my own because i'm so far ahead of everyone else and so i don't know but but i it was so much fun and and even even before it released i was having a lot of fun with it because they nintendo ran a big uh tournament for uh nintendo of canada sorry ran a big tournament for a bunch of the different outlets up here and it was like a multi-day thing and uh it was it was super fun and got to kind of meet some cool contacts from some other publications and everything like that um uh, splatoon's another great one um later in the of course later in the we we use lifespan but i remember it looking super cool and then my fiance and i were watching the uh nintendo world championships which of course splatoon was a big part of um and I hope that they continue and, and do something, start doing something like that again, because it was really fun to watch and it was really neat. And I'm not one that watches esports or anything like that, but really, really enjoyed watching that. Um And then my fiance saw people playing Splatoon on that. And she's like, we need to go pick that up right now. And then so we did. And then it's kind of ruined though as well, because whenever I think about Splatoon, I don't think about the game itself, but just all the weird like Splatoon porn that Shane has shared over the last <laughs> yeah! like year and a half. And- <laughs> So the game yeah. itself is the game itself is kind of ruined at this point but good man, job, there's, been some, there's been some good uh, been some good memories with the Wii U.
4: now, now we know why and we ne- never could get together to play a match together
0: oh'
4: <laughs> I think let's just avoid, um, <laughs> avoid the subject
0: I, I I don't I I mean I I never had like this Eureka moment with with the console um I it was just it was just Constantly, uh, I don't know, just like a like subpar. I I never had, I never had my my Wii moment, my GameCube moment. Um, it just, uh, I don't know, I don't know. It it felt like a weird stepping stone. Um, and honestly, the the moment, the the Wii U moment of mine that that stands out the most was um, I was at a party and there was people doing coke off of the tablet.
4: Well, I mean, that's <laughs> one use of the gamepad.
0: I mean, I mean, yeah. Oh, yeah. I, uh, so well, that's probably <laughs> the
1: best of the gamepad using it as a coke table. I mean, what are you going to use it for? Aiming controls in Star Fox 0? I don't no. think that's why the gamepad was made. Oh man. Yeah.
4: Do you guys remember that that uh, picture that was going around that was saying Grand Theft Auto 5 for the Switch and I'm I mean, for the Switch, for the Wii U and it was just a picture of like dollar bills on the touch screen that you're supposed to fling at the
0: screen? <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. Um yeah, I uh, I don't know. It, it just it just was like I I I had no problem trading it into at GameStop. All right, let's 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 go with that. Like there was no there was no I, I mean it's 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 hard to it's hard to quantify. Uh it's hard to quantify. It just was like whatever. It was a whatever it was a whatever console for me. So Well, um, I hope you got your
4: $5 I, worth when you took it down there.
0: <laughs> no, they gave me a lot of money for it. They gave me a lot of money for it.
2: Um They they said it was really hard to come by those Wii U's and they uh, they yeah. gave them a good price. I yeah, feel like the yeah. console's, like, I, like, I'm still having a, bla- like, it's a console that I'm definitely going to hold on to, and I, I have gone ahead and, like, modified mine, and so, like, the other day I was playing, like, Rogue Squadron 2 on it with, like, the Pro Controller, and oh, I was nice. like, this Yo. is super cool, and it's like, it just does everything so well in terms of, uh, in terms of what it is capable of, so you can, like, essentially play everything from the NES all the way up to the Wii U, including your Wii games, and including your GameCube games, uh, you know, through uh, certain applications and everything like that, and it's, pr- it's pretty cool, and that sense yeah for um
0: sure. looking 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 back uh if you could make any changes to the console be it lineup be it hardware uh if you could go back to the drawing board and say hey nintendo let's um let's do this instead what, what would you do
1: let's for- not call it the wii u <laughs> I, I, I feel like I, mean- I
2: feel like i never i never had a pr- like i i never had an issue with the name itself i think it was more Marketing that was the issue, and not yeah. you know, not really differentiating it as a console. Like I think calling it something like a Wii U is no different than like I don't know whatever Xbox iteration one. you know Xbox One versus Xbox Three Six. Like that's confusing as hell. Like that's way more confusing than the Wii versus Wii U, and and that's doing fine. So I I think that but but,
0: but again that goes I don't want to discredit you completely, um but that goes back to the fact that we are in the milieu. We understand you know. What a Wii U is. The problem is, you know, average Joe consumer that buys maybe two or three games a year didn't. And well, I think. Yeah, because
1: the thing was, the Wii U was marketed, and like up until its death, they basically solely tried marketing the gamepad. They're like, hey, look at this cool gamepad, only on the Wii U. And people are like, great. I'm not going to buy three. I'm not going to spend $300 on a controller add on.
4: And what the ironic thing about it is that I feel like. One of the best things for me about the Wii U was that it used all of the Wii's um, peripherals still. Because I felt like that was a very oh, cons- totally. that was a very consumer friendly move, so that now I didn't have to go out and bu- like with the fucking switch, I had to buy eighty dollar Joy Cons. To- well,
2: the the instant you take your Wii U home, like every- everyone was a Wii owner, like there's was- everybody and their fucking grandma had a Wii, and so the instant you take your Wii U home, you have you're like, oh, I have four controllers already, and I and I bought them four years ago, so I didn't have to spend any more money on it. Like that yeah, was fantastic, sure. and
4: that that's the that's good, and it was a very consumer friendly practice. But ironically, I think that's part of the big reason why there was. Such market confusion because everything from the Wii worked on the Wii U, and it gave it the further impression that they weren't any different from each other. You know, true, and true. it made it so uh, it was it, like it,
0: it. It felt like a PS Pro style, like like upgrade. Not it, it wasn't. A, it was an upgrade. It was like a. It was like a side grade. That makes thirty two X. Yep, thirty two X. Thirty-two X. Yeah, I
2: I think. Sorry. So I think you were just asking about like like changes that you would make. I think for myself, um, both, and it's something that's going to pop up with the switch again. But having an option for more than a thirty-two gigabytes of internal storage. um,
0: Yeah, that was that was. do we and know they, who they who they went with like for storage?
2: I, I do not know, but I mean, and they and they were pretty quick to add external options, which is nice. But um, I mean, especially looking at the Switch, like it's 2017, and and it's a game console that's you know supposed to last what five to seven years, and you're starting us out with 32 gigs of storage, like. That's not a great place to be. Um, but I think the bigger complaint that I would have is, and not necessarily a complaint, but I really loved the whole idea of the off screen play. The idea that, you know, if I, if someone else is using a TV, I can just play on, play whatever game on the gamepad or I can head into the kitchen and not have to break my game or whatever. I wish that had, I wish they had gotten that a little bit better in terms of the range. Um, because the whole, you know, the idea that, oh, I like, I'm going to go to bed now, but I still want to keep playing, like, depending on, you know, you wouldn't have to have a pretty small uh, residence to be able to actually use that functionality in that way. Um and I would have loved to have you know been able to to do something like that where you know you are because of whatever st- st- very strong connection it has, you do have the ability to kind of wander around your house, and of, of course that's something that they've solved in a different way with the Nintendo Switch. But um, but that would have been that would have been unreal back you know back when the Wii U was the thing.
4: Yeah, for sure. Yeah, and then just to Dude, back up um, a little bit, I did want to say that. I think a big part of the reason why the memory wasn't ever an issue or is not as much of an issue with the Wii U as far as I'm concerned is that unlike the PlayStation, and the Xbox, everything doesn't need to install off the disc. So if you're buying, totally. yeah, that's true. So if you're buying, like for me, I bought a one terabyte hard drive and connected it to my Wii U, but um, I don't even think I ever used all of the internal memory. Whereas with the PlayStation, well, and, and also, like with the PlayStation that has 500 gigabytes, and it ran out in like seven, eight games because totally everything's a 50 gig update, uh, a 50 gig install plus a 10 gig update. Yeah, yeah yada, that's yada. what I was just
2: gonna say. Is it's it's not only are you not installing the disc, but you don't have a 10 or 15 or 20 gigabyte day one update. Or
4: Assassin's Creed with its what was it 40 gigs? Something
2: like that. Yeah,
1: <laughs> that's one thing I will always love about Nintendo is that. When I buy a game from them, I will be able to pop that game in and play, unlike Xbox One or PS4, where I pop in the game disc and then I have to wait five hours for it to install onto the hard drive because the disc literally just an activation key.
4: Although, to be fair, though, the PlayStation 4, when you do it from the disc, it uploads really quick now. Like The PS3 was horrendous, but PS4 improved it quite a bit, whereas for some reason the Xbox One, you're right, does take forever
2: well then I, on the xbox one i hate like so many of the games are like oh ready to start and then you can literally get to like the menu the title screen yeah when it's at like 10 t- you get to the title screen and you're like okay what am i gonna do for the next hour while it <laughs> finishes like <laughs> well, that, why did you even why did you even give me that yeah, option like that's, that's, we t-
1: that's the same thing with ps4 that's the exact same thing you can do that and then ps4 will be like you know ready to play and then it's like did we say ready to play we meant we're ready for you to look at the title screen and do nothing else
4: really like that that never happened to me with the playstation 4 every time i put a disc in it's almost immediate but but it's yeah like traumatic. with i don't know but it's like with the xbox when we're getting sidetracked too much but it's similar to the wii u how we were saying zombie U used all of its features like on launch day and then that was it like the xbox i think a bunch of the launch games let you play a good chunk of the game when it said ready to start, and ever since then, it's nothing. But, um, as far as what I would change with the Wii U, there were so many, like, stupid amateur mistakes that Nintendo made with it, and it's hard to believe that that was the same company that's pretty much saved gaming in the 80s. Like,
0: what, um, what would you consider a amateur mistake? Um, besides, besides the stuff that we already covered. Well, mostly the marketing.
4: Uh, Which we already covered, but there's other... One thing that's really understated now, but it was a big deal when it happened, was the whole exclusivity for Game Boy Advance virtual console games. And I know that pissed off a lot of people, and it, even though those people... What was that... Basically, as like a ploy to get people to buy Wii U's, they opened the, ver- the Game Boy Advance Virtual Console, but made it exclusive to the Wii U, so, and not on the DS, even though, even though the 3DS had a few Game Boy Advance games through that ambassador program, if you were a launch yeah. owner. Um, yeah, but it, it, yeah, it, it took like, they hyped it up for like a good couple years like oh game boy advance is coming game boy advance is coming and then they made it exclusive to the wii u and it came off as like this desperate attempt to make something exclusive to the wii u just for the sake of trying to get people to buy it
1: yeah and from what i remember didn't they try to like reason with it saying something like oh we it it wouldn't work on the 3ds or something we're not sure if we can get like gba emulation to work something along those lines When obviously that was literally a blamed lie because you had like five Fire Emblem
4: Metroid Fusion
1: and the Ambassador program, and you're just too stubborn. And the worst thing is they did the same thing with the DS Virtual Console. It's like why aren't you putting this on the 3DS?
4: That's yeah, that's another thing too. Eventually, when they launched the DS Virtual Console, they made it a Wii U exclusive, even though it could have just as easily worked on the 3DS. But again, they were trying to get everyone to do to buy it. Which is, and how we were talking about Smash Brothers, that leads me into another mistake I think they made. What, and I, it's hard to even say it's a mistake because I feel like at this point they had already given up on the Wii U, but making Smash Brothers and like these big exclusives for Wii U and making them like multi-platform on the 3ds also like smash brothers sold we use but imagine how many more we use it would have sold if that was the only system you could play it on but at that point i feel like they had already given up on the system they were already planning
0: w- the switch was, w- was there a huge disparity between the the sales numbers um, like, did, did the 3ds what, sell more yes
1: the 3ds version did in fact sell more i remember seeing a recent sales chart
4: and not
0: only that fucking boggles my mind. And not
4: only that, but they they like gimped the Wii U version because they were obsessed with making both versions identical. Right. Well, right. I, would, I don't want to say gimped exactly, but you know they cut. It's yeah, famously that's, that's known really, that they cut that's... Ice Climbers. They cut Ice Climbers because the 3DS wasn't able to handle a set of eight characters on screen at once. And instead of just making the at least giving throwing the Wii U a bit of a bone and saying, "Oh, here's Ice Climbers exclusive to Wii U," they were super insistent on making them identical so they cut ice climbers because of a limitation on the 3ds and that limitation carried over to the wii u
1: you know interesting Interesting. didn't they
0: have ice climber amiibos though no No.
1: you know it's interesting because i always say this but i like smash bros i like the 3ds and wii u versions but i see those games as i see the dark knight arises I enjoy it in some capacity. It's got some good things about it. But it's obvious that the director just, like, doesn't have that spark of enthusiasm he once had for that series. And he's just going through the motions.
0: That analogy that. started out a little rocky. Like, I, I didn't know where you were going with it, but you, you, you came around. You pulled <laughs> it around the end. You cleaned it up. Like, You know, that was good. That was but, good. Yeah, I wouldn't um,
4: completely agree with that, but I mean... I feel like he put the most work into the Wii version, and everyone shit on it because of tripping and stuff.
2: But that's beside the point. I Um, feel like everyone always hates everything. Smash
0: was. Uh, I mean, well, I mean, I I hate myself. (laughs) Boo! Um, But we love you. (laughs) I want to go
1: back to one thing, Um, since we're basically just now talking about all the mistakes the Wii U made. I want to go back and talk about virtual console because boy was this a disaster! I don't know. Let me ask
4: before you before you jump fully into it. Let me ask you this question. How could they joke about Mother 3 in their E3 press conference and then years later still not have released it on Wii U?
1: (laughs) Well, technically they did release it on Wii U in Japan. No, but I mean
4: their E3 conference was talking about America, though. I feel like if that was an exclusive game on Wii U virtual console, that might have been able to sell units, too, just because of how long people have been asking for it.
1: I feel like that was just on the Robot Chicken... Creators when they were doing the skit because they knew it would be funny and there's a big
0: well I mean n- n- I mean Nintendo I've Nintendo it, uh, lately has <laughs> Nintendo lately has been able to like like joke around with themselves and not take themselves as seriously so I mean they had to sign off on it um, but yeah uh, I I w- is is Mother Three really that fucking worth it well, <laughs> and, <Mother's, laughs> Let's well, <laughs> let's be real Earthbound,
4: Earthbound was an incredible game and oh, a little it? bit What do you mean No it sucked. wasn't. It was awful.
0: I tried to play them both. Just because you su- just because you suck at it doesn't mean it's a bad game. <laughs> no, I was great at it. I, I was I was slaying left and right. I mean, it was it was fucking it was lit. It just was boring. Wait, it was if like, it was lit,
4: yeah. then how is it also boring?
0: No, I mean, I was do I was lit. Like I was I was killing it, but it was just so <laughs> boring. And my, it was like Derek and and, and Mario Kart, right? I don't know. I, I, you it just were just didn't so click. good at it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I, I don't know. It just didn't fucking click with me. And I don't know what the big fucking, like, with all these games that are like loud, it is like, oh my God, these are like the pinnacles of gaming and entertainment. And whoa. I can, like, okay, I don't, I don't agree, but I understand. I see where you're coming from. Like the whole Final Fantasy thing and Kingdom Hearts. Eh, eh. Not my cup of tea, but you know Uncharted what? Uncharted Four. That is a piece of shit. Don't even fucking. Get me started. <laughs> I started it, and
2: I am. I started it a few weeks ago. I am loving Uncharted Four. You get, it wait until you it get is the beautiful, and it is so much fun, and it's really interesting. Wait until
4: you get the second. Wait till you get to the second half of the game where it just won't fucking end.
0: <laughs> See, yeah, did you did, did you listen? Did you listen to our bonus? Did you listen to our no? Because I was
2: waiting to play the game. <laughs> no.
0: Listen, listen to our bonus state. Right.
2: Well, I haven't finished it yet.
0: You, you won't, it just doesn't stop! <laughs> it's like Skyrim? No, never like, it never finish?
4: Doesn't... No, because Skyrim knows when to it end its story. Like, Uncharted yeah. is just, like, a story that won't fucking end. It's like, it's like when you watch, like, Derek, you're watching WWE all the time now. It's like when they have those fucking matches where it reaches the pinnacle, and then they kick out again, and then they keep wrestling for another ten fucking minutes, and you're like, that should have ended earlier. Yeah, It would have been so much okay. better what, if how it far, ended how, ten minutes ago.
0: How far are you in
2: it? Uh, What'd you I'm just in, do? I'm in a Jeep driving around right now, and I think uh, I'm a bit past that.
0: Okay, fuck, okay, so... <laughs> so, like, anywhere... God. S- <laughs> So much game left. No, he's in a, he's I, in I a, he's Africa. About, yeah. yeah, You've got you've got um, you've got so. Oh my god! M- my biggest gripe with that game, anyways, is, the is Uncharted 4 y- port. Y- y- that
1: was a real marvel to look at. You know, I don't really exactly know how Naughty Dog was able to fit the gamepad into the the game as, like, a little, like, treasure finder, but I think they did a really good job on you know the port. Yeah, thank you. But, you know, the online was so If it fun. had a treasure thank finder
4: and Uncharted, it would have been so much better.
1: Captain Drake. Trez- it should have had Captain <laughs> <Treasure> Toad Tracker. <laughs>
4: yeah, Nathan Drake, Treasure Tracker. Just replace Nathan no, but, Drake um, with Captain Toad. Yeah, but, I mean, we can't, we can't talk about the Wii U's negatives without a few more things that I wanted to make sure to bring up. Like, aside from losing Smash as an exclusive, like, they got... People say that they chased off third parties, but I feel like third parties kind of screwed them over in a lot of ways. Namely, like, the Mass Effect 3 debacle when it launched, where it was just, like, a piss-poor port being sold at full price while on all the other systems the same amount of money got you all three games and then and then (laughs) they ran better and then yeah and they ran better and then when it didn't sell like ea just throws their hands up in the air and they're like well i guess no one wants these games on nintendo we'll just fucking walk off and not play but make games anymore for them and it was such a bullshit self-fulfilling prophecy because it's like if you look at what you did no why would anyone buy this game and then you have other games like rayman legends which was supposed to be a big like a major launch title for the game, then it got delayed a few months, and then they end up delaying it for seven months because they decide, oh, well... The Wii U didn't sell ten million units in the first two months, so we're just gonna port it to every other system. And we want them <laughs> and we want all the other systems copies to launch on the same day as the Wii U version. So even though the Wii U version's complete, we're gonna delay it seven months so that it could launch alongside the PS3 and 360 versions, which was complete bullshit. To be fair
1: with a couple of things, Rayman Legends again was delayed out of launch date. Like that actually came like a year or two into the cycle. And I actually just recently replayed through the entirety of Rayman Legends on my Xbox One. I still love that game, even though it's on Xbox One. I mean, damn.
4: No, I mean, it's a fantastic game, but I mean, it was, you know, it was originally a launch title, and then it got delayed, and then it got delayed again, but the second delay was for no reason other than
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
4: Other than they wanted it to launch day and date with the other you- systems, despite them admitting that it was finished on Wii U. Yeah, Ubisoft <laughs> and the Wii uh, was like mm-hmm. starving for games. Ubisoft
1: got cold feet, and just
4: like yeah. every
0: other pub And which, which, which also, which also surprised me is that they were the first third-party publisher. Like, yo, Nintendo Switch, we we got this shit. Um, so to see to 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 see them, like you said, get cold feet and jump ship, and then get on board with the Switch as quickly as they did, it's I mean, is that telling that the Switch is going to be some good hardware? Well,
1: well, I don't. I know. I mean, know it is. Well, with like the that's sales, the thing. With, but that's I why I have a feeling the Switch is going to be fine. But that's not what we're talking about right now.
0: Yeah. Well, I mean, no. Here's the thing: is like, like you can have the sales. The Wii sold fucking gangbusters, but it was a bullshit like okay, okay. competition a, with the other consoles. Love- it, it was, it was, it was just, it was the same. It was the same problem as the Wii U. Like you, you got the Wii to fucking play Wii Sports. <sighs> And your Marios and your, and your Zeldas, and, you know, that was it. Same thing with the Wii U. I'm hoping the Switch is going to be, like, the... And I talked about this a while ago, that it, it, it has always been, you have, you pick your console, you have a PC, and you have and a, your... No,
2: and a Nintendo.
0: And you have your Nintendo. Yeah. But I want to see the, I want to well, see, pick your console, one of that being the Nintendo, and then you have your PC, and then, I, you know, that's...
2: I mean, yeah, I, I think with the, I think with kind of the new, more modern ideas that Nintendo's taking with some certain policies and with the new architect, the newer architecture of the console as well, I think, I mean, I mean, already the amount of indie games that we're seeing announced even for the upcoming year is massive compared to what we saw in the Wii U. And I think that it's going to be, uh, you know, just a haven for indie developers.
4: Yeah. And then, yeah. and then I, ha- I do have to stand up for the Wii a little bit because I feel like, People who didn't like the Wii, and we can go into a bunch of reasons why I have my own thoughts on it that are too long when we're 45 minutes into the show, but the Wii was far from a system that was only Mario and everything, because you had games like Mad World, you had games like Zack and Wiki, you had games like House of the Dead Overkill, you had Monster Hunter 3 as an exclusive, you had Tatsunoko versus Capcom, you know, you had...
0: Those all, those all, those didn't sell consoles, they, they were, they were... Like I and Wiki is a quote unquote hidden gem. Tatsunoka versus Capcom. Uh it it didn't didn't sell at all. Mad World got I mean, Mad World was in that really weird situation where it's like yeah. it's like, man, Nintendo needs a fucking mature game and then they come out it's like, Why is this on the Nintendo? It's a mature game, put it on the Xbox. Yeah. So that and was that's my... I mean I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna give that one a mulligan. And then you have stuff like No More Heroes and I'm sorry if I'm I'm steamrolling everybody. Mm-hmm. Um you have stuff like No More Heroes that are truly, genuinely like really good um you know, uh, uh, mature games, and they just don't sell enough that the third No More Heroes was a Vita title.
1: Well, I I think No More Heroes did actually fine on the Wii. You know, it had No More Heroes 1 and 2, and I think they both sold pretty well.
4: Yeah, and then No More Heroes eventually got ported to PS3 for this um, move, which... But that's the thing, though. It's I guess I'm not arguing that those games, whether or not those games sold, even though I would say that Monster Hunter 3 was definitely a system mover at the time. But it's not that they didn't sell systems. It's that people ignore them. It's like there's this perception that Nintendo only Mario and Zelda. And again, it's like a self-fulfilling prophecy. Because when I feel like the Wii probably, maybe aside from the Super Nintendo, probably had the most variety of third-party content and quality third-party content. It was just that nobody bought it because the perception... Is that it only has Mario, so then everyone only goes out and buys Mario. And if I remember correctly, I, uh, the Wii's sales on Mario Galaxy weren't even that great. So it got to the point mm. where people were just pretty much buying the casual games like your Wii Fits and that kind of stuff. And then the heart, the quote unquote hardcore gaming crowd was saying Nintendo's abandoned us while they're ignoring games like Mad World and No More Heroes and stuff like mm. that.
0: Um, I, uh, I want to say let's do let's do final thoughts and um, your top five games. Um. Uh. Just, just banging out there. Just final well, thoughts, actually, and then top five.
1: Actually, hold on. Before, before we do that, can I, couldn't Can I quickly address the uh, two issues that I was about to talk about? Oh with yeah, go virtual ahead. Console and Stuff. Okay. Um, yeah, yeah anyways, make it quick. Sorry. Going back to virtual console. Um, virtual console for Wii U was a complete disaster. I don't know what happened between Wii and Wii U, but somehow like. Like the t- the colors got darker and it wasn't as good as the Wii. They didn't have as many games, you know. It's not the just Wii that, had but a this- lot of
4: like a lot of the games on the Wii U Virtual Console were the same ones that were on the Wii Virtual Console too.
1: Yeah, and like it's so weird because like we had some great stuff. It's like you know here's Neo Geo games, here's Turbo Graphics 16 games, here's Genesis, here's Master System, and Wii U was sort of like here's super metroid again here's f-zero yeah um and again you know you had stuff like ds and uh, gba virtual console which tried to uh, be a desperate attempt to bring people over why they never did gamecube virtual console but they did wii virtual console still boggles my mind um going back to gba though one of the worst virtual console titles that you can get on wii u is mario kart super circuit Mostly because everything in that game requires you to link up a GBA link cable, which means you can literally not play three quarters of the game. It's insane. (laughs) That's true. And And the other thing, which I'm glad the Switch is already uh, starting to to, uh, fix, is the quality control. The quality control was out of control for the Wii U. Like, I mean, so you didn't like you didn't like that stuff. meme game. Meme run was amazing. I don't know what you're talking about. Meme no, run was um... fucking horrible.
4: That's like the, that's a poster child of them not having quality control on the Wii
1: U. Oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah, I I don't want to think about that. Like it, it makes me happy. Like just playing through Blaster Master Zero and doing like playing that game on the Switch and watching the indie showcase that was last week. It gives me a very bright future for the Nintendo indie titles and the eShop, and that's why yeah. I just wanted to get out of the way but in regards to my final thoughts the Wii U well I had some great moments with it was a console that died after it should have died and I sort of just (laughs) I just I am past the point of Wii U I no longer care about the console I have moved on to the Switch and I could not be happier. Although I will mourn the loss of Donkey Kong Country Tropical Freeze, because that was the best game. So, to Wii U, I'm glad you're gone.
0: <laughs> um, Josh, uh, final thoughts and uh, top five? Um,
4: well, I just think it was funny, too, how Adam mentioned the virtual console, because a big thing that hurt it was that it didn't have an account system, so you had to buy games multiple times on the Wii and Wii U, which ironically, it took the huge success of the Wii, and it essentially killed it so I at the end of the day I feel like the Wii U's legacy is going to be a system that was underappreciated on all fronts both from mostly from Nintendo themselves and that they effectively killed the biggest brand that they've ever had in the process However, it still had plenty of great content that I feel like once a few generations go by, you're going to have that same effect that the Nintendo 64 and the GameCube had, where it's like, at the time, everyone said they sucked. And then five or 10 years later, everyone's like, remember the golden age of the GameCube? I feel like the Wii U, (laughs) I feel like the Wii U has enough, like, solid exclusive games to carry on that legacy after time goes by and kind of the bitter taste that it left in certain people's mouths fades away. But my, top five favorite games on the system would probably be Donkey Kong uh, Tropical Freeze... Uh, Bayonetta 2, well, Tropical Freeze was just such a fantastic platformer, like Adam mentioned in detail, and its different play styles really made it stand out from the previous one. Bayonetta 2, a game that we thought we were never going to get, and not only did we get it, but it pretty much surpassed the original in almost every way, and is probably one of the best, if not the best, 3D action games you could play. Uh Number three would be Xenoblade Chronicles X because of just the scope of that game. Like, everyone's talking about Breath of the Wild right now, but... I don't feel like there's any game that beats the scope of Xenoblade Chronicles X, and for a system that was quote-unquote underpowered, it proved that a big, wide-open, free-roaming RPG could be visually impressive and not be filled with like glitches and stuff, where we kind of joke how Oblivion and Skyrim, that's just kind of how it has to be. Those games have to be full of glitches because they're so big. That's true, that's true. And Xenoblade proved, and now Zelda's proving, but Xenoblade was, I feel like, the first game I played, at least, that proved that you could have a big, wide-open RPG like that and still have it feel polished. Um, Number two is Tokyo Mirage Sessions. From everything that I've said in the past, the characters, the gameplay, story, development, and how unexpected it was that it took those two universes... ...and made something completely new and different... ...when they could have just taken the easy way out... ...and made it like a straight crossover between the two. And then my number one game would have to be Splatoon... ...because of all the reasons we mentioned earlier... ...I feel like that it's the game that defined the Wii U... ...like despite all of its issues, its problems... ...it it did something that Nintendo gets accused of doing all the... uh, ...well people always say they want new IPs out of Nintendo... ...and they do make new IPs but they're not always as successful... ...whereas Splatoon was a new IP... ...took an original idea twist like i said earlier put a tried and true genre on its head and ended up becoming like the defining game for the system to the point where there it's already like a major a feather in the cap for the switch that they're already coming out with the sequel in a few months from now
2: uh uh derek how about you uh my favorite games are going to be mario kart is going to be the favorite on there um i really enjoyed 3d world as well as you said that that's one that i mostly played uh with four player multiplayer which is something that i really appreciated having a lot of on the wii u which is you know it's not often the case with most of the other consoles um captain toad uh was a big one for me we talked about that we we talked about captain toad a lot uh around the time that came out and that um you know i loved every step of uh of 3d world but uh the captain toad levels definitely shined and i would usually hog the uh, gamepad at those moments um what else do we have?
1: Uh, Devil's Third, the best Wii U game ever made. <laughs> <laughs>
2: that one. <laughs> no, uh, uh, I'm just trying to think of what else I, I I played. I I did. I actually wrote the review on the site for Donkey Kong Country Tropical Freeze, and that is, I mean, the music in that game, guys, you just
4: <laughs> can only be written on a mouse. You have to
2: hear it to believe it. Yeah. No. Uh, that one. That one is. Probably one of the, my, the favorite platformers that I've actually played in, in the last number of years. Very, very hard though. I remember that game being very hard. Um, and then, uh, I, it's, I, it probably shouldn't count, but Pat being able to play the gorgeous re-release of, uh, this Legend of Zelda Wind Waker. On the gamepad, um, or on the television itself, like, that was, I think, Wind Waker was my favorite Zelda, um, or still is my favorite Zelda. I'm only about an hour and a half into Breath of the Wild, so it's too, too early to call that one, but, um... Wind Waker was my favorite Zelda, so be to be able to purchase that again and and have that experience again, but you know, with with significantly better graphics and and some new play options on that one, that was that was one of a that was one of the Wii U highlights for me as well. Cool.
0: Um, uh, for me, I, I mean, uh, the, the, the final th- final thoughts on the console. I think it was it was um uh, it was under recognized. It was undersupported. I felt like it, it just didn't achieve what it could have. Um, it, it wasn't a, a, a shining star in um my uh Nintendo history. Uh that being said, uh I'd have to um in no particular order Splatoon, Mario Kart, Wind Waker HD, Mario Maker, um and um Bayonetta. I mean those those games like uh were were all the ones that stood out. I think those were all the ones I owned. <laughs> believe it or not. So, uh, I only bought stuff that I was sure I was going to enjoy. Okay, so, before
1: um, we end, I just wanted to make one more mention because this never came up but uh May- May- I just wanted to quickly say, Hyrule Warriors. No one talked about that. Um, I never owned it. I rented it for a, a week or two. I thought it was great. Um, I'm not a big Musou Dynasty Warriors fan, but I thought all the characters were really cleverly designed. I loved all the different types of weapons and abilities they had. I just thought it was like,
0: what, what was what was that one character that was like turned into a sex slave like on the first day? Oh, Josh? oh yeah.
4: I shoot, I don't even remember her name. I wanted to say Sia. I think it is <laughs> Sia, but I'm going to double check because I'm because of the singer I might be getting confused. <laughs> yeah,
0: no it is, it is CIA. Is it CIA? Yes, yeah, c- CIA. Let's see. Oh yeah, there's porn. Oh yeah, good. To go. All right. <sighs> Oh, that bombshell that was level 106, guys. Um, uh, let us know what you think of the new, um, potential format change. We're thinking about just doing news for a little bit at the beginning and then get into a specific topic. Um, if you have any topics you'd like us to discuss and you have any input, please uh, feel free to tweet it at us. At Geekscape Games, uh, we're on Facebook Facebook.com slash groups Geekscape Games Podcast, that's groups with an S Geekscape Games Podcast, we're um, our own little community there, and if you want to join in and hang out and talk with us that's where you do it um, uh, you can find me on Twitter at Shane O'Hare, I'm SSJakin on gaming platforms uh, hit me up, we'll do a friend code swap on uh, the Geekscape Games Facebook group we'll do that, uh, Josh, where, where can people find you?
4: people could find me just about anywhere at Enu Joshua uh, and Miss Courtney?
5: Um, you can find me the on The Wii U's Twitter. biggest
0: fan! Yeah, obviously.
5: We <laughs> <laughs> yeah. talked so much tonight. Um, you can find me on Twitter at GeekyGirlAK, um, on Facebook and Instagram as, uh, I think I'm AK Geeky girl there. I think. Dope. I don't know uh, anymore. Me, me so uh, When Lamar?
1: I'm not softly crying myself to sleep with my switch in hand, you can find me on Twitter <laughs> at TheACGearL at the, uh, the underscore ACZ same thing on Instagram which I don't use that much but you know still testing it out
0: and uh, Mr. Derek uh, uh
2: I'm at D dkrannevelt on uh, Twitter and <laughs> Captain K 17 on all gaming platforms can we ha- you can also awesome. find me outside of my local EB games waiting for Mario Kart 8 Deluxe can we Not get Derek on the show more often? I,
0: uh, I don't know. Can we, Derek? I mean, you're special. Yeah, guests, I hope but, so. Yeah. I hope yeah, so.
2: Absolutely.
0: Absolutely. So uh, those little ones are six, guys. Uh, thank you so much for joining us. Uh, check out Geekscape.net. And uh, we'll see you guys back here next week. Bye! 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 Bye. Bye.
1: Bye.
0: <laughs>